0: Happy Friday and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Burgers and Brats. I've got a great episode for you. Artist from Enville, Oklahoma, Drew Pearson, is here to join the show and also talk some sports headlines from around the sports world. First, make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere else you get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. Let's stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brots, And hopefully you're watching on YouTube right now at Burgers and Brats. Uh, let's welcome in Edmund's own artist,
1: Drew Pearson. Drew,
0: thanks so much for coming on.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. Appreciate it so much. Welcome.
0: Um, this is my first time meeting you. I'm sure this is the first time for a lot of my uh, listeners. I-, I can say this won't be the last time we hear of you. Uh, listen to some of your music. Uh, especially this latest album which i'm going to talk about here soon but your music is very very inter- very good i i really like it i was vibing to doing a little head nods the little oh <laughs> thank you so much bro. i really enjoyed it um so where where can we find you uh your your all your music your socials where where can we find you
1: so you can find like all my music on all platforms. Um, and the artist name is just D-R-U-P. Um, people call me all sorts of stuff. I don't really care what you call me, but um, um, you can, yeah, you can find all my music there and then you can follow me on Instagram at underscore D-R-U-P. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much it. I don't even got Snapchat or Twitter. <laughs> any of those, so
0: You call like Droop a lot or something like that?
1: Yeah, I get called Droop, Droop, Droopy, Dr. Up. D Rub, literally <laughs> everything. <laughs> I don't like the last two, but <laughs> the first three are cool with. But yeah, it originated from Drew P because of just Drew and Pearson, my last name. So I like but, yeah.
0: it. I like it. Uh, so congrats on the new album called Hope. You. Um, you find that on any streaming platform, uh, Hope. So tell us a little bit about uh, the album, uh, what went into making it, your inspiration behind it.
1: Yeah, so. Oh, there's a lot that went into it. Um, I'll have to do a quick summary because I could talk about it for years. But um, so, it's yeah, the time in the world. <laughs> so, want. yeah. So last summer, um, I actually just as far as process, you know, I started experimenting with, you know, just my vocals and stuff, just singing stuff. I can't sing whatsoever. I mean, I could probably get a good like C plus on singing, but um, so yeah, it's not really my strong suit. But I ended up just experimenting and doing some more alternative based um sounds and music and stuff. And so it started, I just randomly did it out of nowhere just for fun. And I asked my, my three friends in the room, I was like, Look, I did this stuff super rough, um, tell me if it's trash because I'm not gonna do it if it's trash. So, um, ended up showing it to them, they didn't really like the first two songs, they're like, this is not it, bro. I don't like this. Like, just do your rapping and stuff. And I was like, well, I got one more, so i put play last one. And there's one that still didn't really mess with it, but one of my good friends, he was like, he's like, dude, this is it. You got to go for it. So that's kind of where it started. And from then, that was last March. And basically process, I just, like, grinded on it all summer, just experimented with a lot of sounds, a lot of instruments, um, a lot of just just the music itself just a lot of experimenting and um it carried in all the way till around november and it was actually done in november i even got to go to miami and work with some people there just for like two songs and um but it was just incredible just that whole journey just the process of making it a lot of it is really it's um really like i don't know how to word it. it's really personal um a lot of it can like, contains my testimony, just little glimpses of it, and then other areas are just like stories, or just you know, even just like just positivity, joy, and hope. Overall, hope is is said in almost every song. Hope is said, I think, ten out of the fourteen songs. So, um, but yeah, so it ended. And I stopped that, like I I was done with it in November, and ended up like literally working on promotion from november all the way up till march which is really different because normally i like to just drop it pretty quick or at least like a couple months but this one it took pretty much a year it was like a full year of just working on it and um, as far as inspired by i was easily just inspired just honestly like the album is inspired just from from my story that's where a lot of us pulled from just my life and at that time because at that time it was really hard, even just with 2020 going on and stuff outside of that, like my personal life was really tough here, just in the household with my family and just uh, like other factors too. So it was like really cool because at that time I felt strongest, like I felt closest like to God and really confident and hopeful. And that actually is kind of what like drove the whole album. And so, yeah, and like it was inspired by God heavily, just my story god and um and yeah that's pretty much just the the quick summary of that so
0: yeah i feel like a lot of us could relate to 2020 just being an awful year and needing inspiration and uh, needing motivation and the yeah. album uh, did do that uh, at least for you and uh, for a lot of your listeners as well yeah. um and so this is your fifth album right yeah so I need you to talk to Drake cuz we need more albums from him. You're just you're just going left and right off with the albums. You need to you need to talk to Drake about getting something out too. Um but uh you talked about this uh, kind of in the last question but how much fun is it to make them with? Um how how much fun is it to make your albums?
1: Yeah. So I'll say they're all kind of different cuz I don't know early on it was like I don't know, I didn't take it as seriously so it was just kind of like for fun and like strictly for fun i wasn't worried about like people listening to it, just kind of for me because but the first album was like just like a hobby just pastime. time like i like and there wasn't too many people i worked with on that one either so it was kind of just like my own little like oh yeah i'm gonna just do this whenever i have free time and so that one was kind of weird but then like i think i had more fun like after like a certain song did really well and kind of like got my name out there a little bit I was like I was like oh like that was kind of the joy from that second one was strictly for fun I was just messing around like didn't even mean to make it and it was like eight tracks and that took me like three months I think and dropped that and yet again that one that one was fun because actually what is my uh like one of the guys who works on a lot of my stuff with me he goes by caseway um he um he we actually live like pretty much in the same neighborhood and he's always been wanting to do music like at that time and so he actually like his first song like you know like out on like all platforms was on that second album and so it was fun he actually got on two of them so that one was like super fun because he was in the room like that whole time and then third album was that one was probably the most fun because I made a point to just get as many features as possible and so I was working with people all over the place and I think there's nearly 20 features on that deluxe Wow! yeah crazy so that one was super fun because I just got to like like meet a bunch of people and work with a bunch of people and it was all strictly fun like all like all of it recording it like either was like no meaning it was just like little like just ideas and like it was just strictly for fun just getting hype and stuff and then fourth one was also accidental (laughs) that one was recent too that was with caseway and that one was probably the second most fun because it was just him and i we were just goofing around like the whole time doing it because we did every song together on that one and then hope was hope was like the overall best like experience because not only was it fun and i got to like Venture out and go out of my comfort zone and stuff, but there's like a lot of learning, a lot of growth, um, and just a lot of just a lot of other things that you know, more like serious, not as fun. It just really developed me as an artist, I guess. For for hope, for sure. So my favorite would be hope, just because of all the the details and all the just crazy things that you know as making it. And then I'd say for most fun, it's probably my third one because that one was just crazy. Had so many songs, but. Yeah, I,
0: I can relate like once once you know people are listening, um uh, paying attention to you, it's a lot more fun to do. Um yeah. make make podcasts, make music, it's a lot more yeah. fun, especially when people are interested and people are wanting to come join your songs and wanting mm-hmm. to get features as well. Yeah, I was gonna ask you which one's your favorite, but I guess hope is uh, your favorite. Yeah, hope
1: is definitely, yeah. Uh
0: so everyone has an origin story. Um, how did you get started in the music
1: industry? Ooh. I love answering this one um so I have to give props to my friend Grayson Sykes um he and I were into music at age 11 it was actually my mom's cousin put me on like this DJing software called virtual DJ and that was kind of the the first door that was open so I'd just do all sorts of random stuff on there and let me tell you it was super trashed so bad and um Then I would, like, my friend Grayson, he was into rapping. I was not into rapping at all. And so he started, like, rapping on stuff I was doing. And mind you, we're literally in middle school. so bad. (laughs) And So we did that for multiple years. And he actually started just very off from rap because, you know, just high school and sports and stuff kind of took a toll. And that's just where his passion was. And then I, on the other hand, was, like, still just wanting to do beats and DJ. And so I did. But – it wasn't until like I think freshman year is when I started rapping and it was so bad, so terrible, <laughs> like so trash. And um I even got to oh, that was another thing is I went in OKC. There is um, a place called Bistro 46. They also had something called OP Lounge and they'd do open mics and just live performances and stuff like that. And me and K that guy I was talking about, we would go all the time just to make connections and just see and stuff. And so I actually made a bunch of connections with people there and it, that was super beneficial because a lot of those artists like saw me and, you know, even though I was trash, yeah. they still helped me and, you know, gave me information on how to build my craft and stuff. So that was really dope. But then like, I think that was another door cause I was like, I started rapping when I went to that and then like I started working with people and then, I think at one point it was it was my senior year is when I first I finally made like a legit album or at least I felt like it because even just with the vocal quality I didn't know how to mix and master and I've just self-taught like everything myself so um, yeah so once I learned how to mix and master I was like I think it's good enough to go on all platforms and I also worked with people who I met from OP who have like gone so much better and they're actually doing like super good right now and so that was definitely really clutch just making those connections and so from that I just it just kept kind of I just kept building like you know my ability to mix and master ability to rap just learning working with people it all just kind of came together and I think yeah the first album was when I like f- like really felt I was like okay like I guess I'm rapping now. So, yeah, but before it was all DJ, I would just DJ and try to make beats. And it was the, the DJing I'm actually impressed with, but like, I'll go back and listen. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I did that at like 13 years old, but we yeah, had the beats were terrible. Rapping was terrible, but yeah, I got to give props to my best friend. Cause he's, he's the one who kind of got me into rapping or at least like opened that door for me. And then all the connections, um, and all that so yeah it was just it just kind of like even from senior year just continued to just grow all those connections and you know it's just working on my craft and stuff even up to this day but yeah it's it's pretty weird how, how I went from DJing and spending what like seven yeah like seven years of just working on stuff learning and then finally like doing something I mean it makes sense because I was young and stuff but yeah. But yeah, so it wasn't until senior year.
0: Yeah, it's impressive just to be stick with something that long, especially in the music industry. You're not getting the results you want as well. But yeah, connections, they hmm. that's the most important yeah. thing in life. Uh, oh, know, yeah,
1: know. for sure. It's yeah, connections are so crucial for like anything. And I think music has like taught me that like so much. Like, you know, I'm still like in college and trying to get a degree and stuff. And even that, it's like told me like, or just showed me like how important those connections yeah. are, you know, wherever you go. So, but, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, so talking about growing up as well, who was your idol uh, in the music industry and how did that transform you into what you're doing right now mm. with your type of music? I know there's a Man. lot, there's a lot to choose from. It's hard.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest though. Cause I go like, like before I, I used to, I just listened to so much music. Like, I don't know if you see behind me, but that's all yeah, wall. I like the wall. And yeah. So I couldn't even like even t- up to this day, I can't even narrow it down to 10 because they're all different like genres. And so I'm like, I I really don't know how to answer that. Cause even even at the time, I'll say, okay, when I first started, it was probably like Playboy Cardi, because okay. that's where a lot of my sound sounds like, especially like my third album, like you didn't like yeah. whole lot of red though. Whole lot of red was not no. No 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 no. Yeah. I'm
0: <laughs> you, you no longer
1: even, like. Drunk. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't even say I'm a fan anymore. That was <laughs> bad. That was bad. But yeah, his first two albums um, are like highly like. I definitely like took a lot from it. So, and I think it was just because I liked that sound, and it wasn't even like that's my favorite. It really isn't. But I just like knew I could do it, so I kind of like leaned into it. But you know, after my third album, I was like, "Okay, I was like, this is like I'm getting labeled or like I was like this Christian Playboy Cardi type thing," and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, no, nah, I was like, I'm gonna just start doing my own thing." So, in all honesty, alternative alternative has been my favorite ever since I was little. Like, I didn't even really listen to rap like in middle school; it was all alternative. And so, um, I was like, hip hop's definitely my second favorite, but alternative is like easily my favorite you know um so even that and like worship I don't even really listen to sounds weird but I don't even listen to rap that much now um I'll keep up with it but all the all the OGs aren't dropping so um <laughs> but yeah so yeah definitely as far as I don't I don't know I guess I was influenced by Playboy just because I could I could do that sound and replicate it but even then like my favorite then was like Kendrick so I'm like, yeah, and I don't sound anything like entry, So I don't know. I wouldn't say there's a specific, I, don't, I really couldn't say one because my, yeah, it's, I love way too much music. I, I just can't like, but yeah, I will like the alternative side of things. That is why like that easily heavily influenced Hope because I was like, I love alternative and I really wanted to push my limits and try to match that sounds. So.
0: so so which decade had the best uh genre of music so you're that's 2000s right is that alternative
1: yeah yeah well yeah i liked alternative in like the 10s it was like 2000s and the 10s and still up to this day it's still like my favorite mm-hmm. but so are you saying like favorite decade yeah of music yeah. period or like rap or De- decade
0: De- oh I-, I-, I asked about like rapper but like i want to know your decade now but i think Ooh. i guessed it with the thousands
1: yeah, I'd say, I like
0: 80s. I, I do like 80s music. I listen, to, yeah, I listen no, to like everything besides really country, not really country, but like everything man. else I, I listen to. I like the 80s a lot.
1: That's so tough. I think, okay, yeah, it depends what we're talking about because if it's alternative, I, I think it's going to be 80s because you just can't be 80s. Like, oh. I know like Michael Jackson's not alternative, but even just the sound then, like, it's just so good. So, and even the rock. So, I'd say alternative favorite decade would be 80s. As far as rap, rap is tough too because, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. That one's really tough. I think just raw thought if I had to say something, I think it would be the 10s from, like, 2010 to 2019.
0: I, like I think that. that's I like
1: that. That's just my generation. I think that's, like, a really good, like, balance of, of the rap. You know, you still had, like, you got all the old heads. You got, like, boom baps, but then you got mumble rap entering and stuff. So, yeah i think i think that's probably my favorite decade of rap but yeah now it's so hard me and my friends talk about rap now we like we don't think there's been a good debut album since 2019 <laughs> like as far as like all these new artists like we do not like any of them it's so yeah. bad we're like we're already turning into old heads but but yeah it's, it's dope though i love the the tens that's for rap 80s for alternative but
0: yeah. All right, yeah. We. Got, I like. I like the. I like both those too. Um, I want to go your top five rappers, or yeah, or right, we'll go top five rappers of all time. I. I want to give you my here. list first. Okay. Yeah. So Let we'll me hear. These. These aren't like my favorite, but I mean, these are top five. I like. I like these guys, but I mean, I. I really like one of them, so that's why he's in my top five. But no particular order. Uh, Eminem. I. have got two. I'm white, so I have to have him in there. <laughs> um. Tupac. Yeah. You, you have to have Tupac in there. You got it. Jay Z. Jay-Z's in there. I'll go with Notorious B.I.G. He's in a lot of them. So I'll yeah. throw him in there. And then, last but not least, I'll go Drake. I know he can do everything. Respect but I, no,
1: I love I Drake. It. Yeah, people hate on Drake. And I'm like, you can't because he's literally the best. Like, yeah. like, you can't. I don't know. Um, favorite for me. Okay, Top, I I don't I can't answer top. I'd have to really dissect. It. There's no. I had to way. look.
0: I do to look into websites about all this and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I my I, I mean, these guys were in every single one basically. I threw yeah. Drake in there. He's in some of them. I just think he's like the goat of like everything. He can do like yeah. all.
1: Yeah, I think I respect yours. Mine would probably sound really similar to yours as far as like top. But if I'm to say, if I'm to say, I'll, I'll put it this way: my favorite of my generation, or like. That's probably what I'll say because I'm not going to – I'm not going to even talk about Run-DMC, you know, all of them. Like, like I feel like there's – yeah, there's so many levels to that. But favorite and top for me, just personally, in my opinion too, I think it's it's literally up there. But I think, number one, I'm giving it to Kendrick because that's just – he's just so cold. I'll yeah, say well, Kendrick, I wanna, I'm using
0: my top ten. I'll put in my top ten.
1: See, Maybe top I'll say, ten.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll say Kendrick – J. Cole. Oh, J. Drake, Cole. Drake. Oh. And then people probably not going – they're going to be like, what for this one? Lupe Fiasco. Okay. Asap Rocky. Those <laughs> are probably like – probably, yeah, my top five. I keep that going. I already know my next five. I had to keep that going. I, I would say, ooh, I'm going to hate for this one. Lil Yachty. I like Lil Vince Staples. <laughs> I like okay 21 savage
0: okay all
1: right uh future for sure yeah yeah future and then last one oh i don't i don't know i don't know what the last one would be that's tough oh it'd be x easily it'd be x yeah
0: I, but, yeah
1: i love X. yeah people sleep on Lil yachty i'm telling you people <laughs> hate me for that they're like dude what and i'm like yeah let me get you 10 songs and i'll change your mind i promise what about little uzi i respect them but i don't like it like this this is another thing people was like what whenever i said it but i was like eternal take came out and a little bit after i was like uh, i was like i like love is rage too more and they're like what and i'm like yeah i'm like eternal take is cold like strawberry peels like all them songs the deluxe even so cold like i have high respect for him there's a lot of like rappers i have high respect for like but yeah, just personally my favorite. Yeah, it's gotta be those. Cause I mean, those last five are more favoritism, not yeah. really talent, but the first five, like Lupe yeah, Fiasco. Kendrick J. Cole, Drake, Lupe, ASAP, like they're so talented. They're not only my favorite, but they, they're cold.
0: I haven't heard Lupe in a while, but show goes on, man.
1: It's fire. Hey, I'm talking hard. about I'm talking about Drogas Light. Everyone slept on the album. It was like twenty seventeen and there's a bunch of other stuff coming out, but yeah, Droga's like top five albums in my opinion. <laughs> right, I've
0: been sleeping. I'm gonna go listen to it. I've been sleeping. <laughs> you should, bro. It's cold, bro. Um, so uh, you talked a little about a bit about this too, um, especially this last year with COVID and all the hardships and how you've been closer to God and all that. Um, what do you want people to take away from your songs
1: and your albums? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So, like Advantage, that's the one before Hope and then Hope. I'll just talk about those two because they both have like their own little like means behind it. But I'll just say Advantage real quick. That one is like, that one's just like for fun. So, like, there's still like elements of like, you know, uh, meaning behind certain songs, like underlying meaning. But overall, that one's like, that one's kind of there for people to like have fun for and stuff. And I think that's a big thing in rap now. It's just like, like, like fun rap, I guess. And I think it's really needed, you know, just like, like you said, just how 2020 went. And even this year, like just going into it, like,
0: yeah, we're still in know, this. Yeah. yeah
1: like a lot of people are still still struggling and, you know, and it's just like that one is like specifically for like, Hey, like take a break, have some fun, like ease your mind, like whatever. Like that's kind of what that one's for. Um, hope. Um, that was more like simple, but hope is more intricate where what I want people to take from it is overall hope. That's, that's just like something I just pushed heavily, and not only from like the stories I tell of my life, not like and there's even a like a scenario, like a made up thing I did in one of the songs, just for like people to relate to. But yeah, it's just it's for like relatability, um, feeling a sense of hope, feeling a sense of of love and positivity. Like that's kind of all I'm pushing with that. But like pretty much hope, it all kind of surrounds around the idea of hope. And what that was like for me um, and like people have like, you know, I've gotten a lot of comments of, you know, and messages of just like how people have taken it and like certain songs and stuff. And like, it's cool. Cause each song has like its own meaning, like its own personal meaning, but like, yeah, as an album, as a whole, it's like it all comes together to describe like one feeling, which is hope. And so um, that's what I just pushed heavily on that. And the, the feedback I've gotten has been really, really good because yeah, a lot of people are able to relate and just and even just like just hear just from me and just like just, you know my stories and stuff and so it's been really dope i really I've really enjoyed that album a lot so but yeah
0: and uh so do you, do you have anything dropping soon? um I know you have three albums in less than a year that's yeah. that's insane. That is remarkably insane. Uh, three <laughs> albums in less than a year. Um, what What are your next steps music-wise? What are you dropping? Uh, what are you looking forward to?
1: So if I going to just be real with you, so I actually took a break from school this last spring, so the spring semester, and um, I'm, almost, I'm pretty much... I'm almost a junior is like my status right now, but, um, but yeah, I took a break just to really just dive into community service ministry and music, especially. And um, so I'm going back in the fall is what I've decided. And I kind of, I wanted to anyways, but um, I say that because I'm, I'm going back into uh, it's mechanical engineering is what I'm trying to get oh. that degree for. So anyone in college or anyone in, engineering can say like, yeah, that's, that's a big toll. And so I already know it's, I literally can't balance music and serving and involvement and stuff with engineering. It's kind of like one or the other. So I'm pretty much just, I'm going to take a, a big break just throughout the school year. Um, so since I'm aware of that, I've just, this is just, I haven't even told anybody this or anything, but I'm planning to drop one more album this year. Oh,
0: breaking um, news. Breaking news um, on the Burgers and Broads Podcast.
1: I am. This will be the, the first time I it's even said. I haven't even told my friends or anything, but because I know I'm gonna be super busy in the fall and even in the spring, um, I really want to focus on that that passion of mine. So I am gonna like make sure there's absolutely nothing on my plate. So I'm basically going to work as hard as I can this summer to get one more. Um you
0: have an um, expectation date for this by end of summer?
1: Yeah, it was pro- it'll probably be August. Um, and if not then, because there is a chance I won't even finish it, it'll be like half done, I'm going to have to press pause and then work on it over the break and hopefully finish it then. If I don't finish it then, then it'll be – it'll be summer of like next year. So I know that's like big gaps, but I you mean, I get this
0: it. done because I'm going to put on special banner. Drew Pearson comes on. To, he's got special breaking news for all of and yeah. listeners. Yeah.
1: I will, tuned. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, cause I have, I have plenty of time, May, June, July, and even August. So I got like my track record of my last albums, how quick I do them. I'm pretty sure I could do it. Yeah. This one is going to be more lyrical, definitely rap based. So, um yeah I already uh, it's so bad because every time I drop like an album, especially hope like hope for what the one like the first time ever I had nothing on my plate after like normally like all the past albums, it's like I'm getting ready to drop and I'm already working on the next thing but for once hope I had nothing like when it when it dropped I had nothing and so for like a month like since the release like it wasn't until like a week ago I like I've like started doing new stuff and trying to figure out my next like area i'm gonna like go into but i've already made all these connections i've done so many email, so much like emailing and stuff for like features and beats and all kinds of stuff and so yeah it's already it's already rolling <laughs> i already like i already know like a bunch of stuff i'm gonna do and stuff so yeah it's it's gonna be dope it'll probably be my second favorite album under hope because the The route I'm going is is still different. It's not like hope. It's not like the other stuff. It's like another different something of rap. So it's gonna be interesting to see. But yeah, I'm already working on another one. So can't
0: but wait. Yeah. For that. We cannot wait. And then just a few more questions before I let you go. Um, what are your goals? Where do you see yourself in the next five, ten years? Do you want to be uh Coachella, um, <laughs> opening up there?
1: So yeah, I've kind of like that's the thing is like. I've had this war going on in my head about with like music because there's like half of me that like, you know, it wants to go all in, like just drop everything and just go pursue it for real. And like, not only that, but make it like a side job as well, or even like my main job of like doing features, mixing and mastering for people um, and just working on my music. Um, So there's like one side, there's that. But then like when I take into account of like, of, like, why I even started it, like, the other side is, like, it's just a hobby, like, it's for fun, it's, like, a release, it's, you know, for, even just, like, for me, honestly, that, that's, like, even Hope, especially, like, that, I'm like, I don't really listen to, like, my old stuff as much, but, like, yeah, Hope, I listen to constantly, because it's, like, it's so personal, you know, so, um, yeah, even, like, like, I don't know, there's just those two sides, and so, I've kind of decided, it's just, like, since like i am having a decent success for like where i'm at and like even just like not even doing it like full time or anything i've just kind of decided like i'm gonna continue to do it like i'm never gonna stop because it is a hobby like that's one of my passions you know but i kind of want to keep it in the borders of a hobby like unless something just pops off like crazily like I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, do anything until that happens. And I'm not even expecting that to happen. Cause in all honesty, I'd rather, I'd rather just stay a hobby and have like a limited like fan base, but like, Hey, like if God wants it to like go crazy and like have millions and fans and stuff, like, you know, like if that's really like what happens, like I'm not going to say no to that, you know, that's, you know, part of life and I'm going to embrace it. But until that happens like for now it's it's strictly just hobby for fun it's for others for me like um it's just there you know I'm not gonna go crazy on it but I am also taking it serious because I know it has impact you know um so yeah it's just trying to find that balance but as far as like the next five years I do hope to get a degree in mechanical engineering and that's honestly the other passion that I have um and so,
0: I've not heard many people say mechanical engineering is my passion,
1: yeah, so I am gonna work hard and you know sacrifice time and years just to get that degree, and I'm really looking forward to that, um just a new step in my life, a new switch, a new change, whatever. But you know, I do hope to become one, and if that doesn't happen, you know, I do see myself really good with you know vocals, just I could even be a you know vocal engineer. Um, maybe even ministry, I could do that or music, you know, so it's just kind of I have like all these opportunities, all these passions. And i have just kind of like, you know, really just looked at it. And it's like, right now, as far as right now, it's it's engineering and like music for the summer and then engineering as far as the rest of the year. So yeah, but as far as music, like, it's really just kind of up in the air, I'm taking it serious, I'm gonna pour into it. But I'm not gonna let it, you know, like just overwhelm me or anything. And that's kind of what I realized because like when I did start taking it serious, like third album and like, you know, promoting it, doing all the work, you know, for people to listen to it, it kind of became like I didn't I like really didn't like it at all. Cause I was like, you know, this is just supposed to be fun. Whoever hears it, hears it. And you know, there's like two sides of that, because I'm like, you know what, I do want to promote it so people can listen to it more. But At the same time, it makes me feel like it's like a it's like a business or like a like a chore or something. So, but I mean, it comes with it whenever you do have impact. So, you know, it's kind of it's whatever. But yeah, it's up in the air, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw 17,000 monthly listeners just on Spotify. I'd say that's that's pretty good, Um, Mm -hmm. at least uh, if you don't uh, spend all your time working on it and promoting it as well. Uh, But yeah, like I said earlier, I think we're going to see a lot of you. And uh, one last question. This this one's going to be tough. Uh, one name, just one name, no thinking about it. First name that comes to your mind. Who in the music industry, past or present, would you most want to make a song with?
1: Ooh. That's, I think that's pretty easy. There is... Yeah, that's that's actually really tough. If I'm if I'm gonna go raw thought, not worried about the industry, not worried about anything, but strictly fun.
0: Yeah, any any day. industry, any genre.
1: Yeah, one song. I'm hitting up uh Rory. His his name is Rory. He's an alternative artist, and he he had a debut album under a big label, and then he actually like I mean his auto story. I don't know if he didn't meet the mark or or if he just left for his own reasonings, but he ended up leaving. Um, and like, it's been hard for him to get that, like, get out there again, but he is, he's super close friends with Jane Smith. So yeah, he has like that connection has work to like, he's on like Jane Smith's albums and stuff, but, but as far as like his own music, like that's probably, it's my favorite album, like as of right now, and it was dropped six years ago, but yeah, his name is Rory. And, I would easily hit him up first because, like, he's really talented, really creative, and I think we can make, like, a really dope song. That's, like, my raw, more raw thought. But, you know, if I'm going to take into account, like, industry and stuff, like, I'm probably going to hit up Bieber <laughs> like a weekend or something, you know? Like, you know, like, if I slapped, a, you know, got a feature from them, like, yeah. was on their stuff, yeah, I'd be ridiculous. I'd go up crazy. So, yeah, but if we're talking just – genuinely who I'd want to work with most would probably be Rory so there you have it that's it all
0: right um I would have thought someone else but all right (laughs) I don't
1: know anyone but yeah um, I mean I'm saying I would love to work with anybody I'd be so grateful to work with even like Denzel Curry or Kendrick like who it could be anybody I really it'd be so dope but (laughs) yeah
0: well drew uh thank you so much for coming on uh let everyone uh your new album uh hope out everywhere where can we find it where can we find you
1: yeah so again it, it's on all platforms um just drup and then instagram is underscore drup so that's where you can find me and yeah that's pretty much it all
0: right drew, thanks for taking the time and coming on the podcast
1: yes thank Best you so luck. much for- thank you ready
0: for that next album summertime
1: hey, I'm going to be working on it man <laughs>
0: <laughs> you take care bro yeah, you too that was Drew Pearson from Evan Oklahoma you can check out his latest album Hope out everywhere um, he's got that new album coming out during the summer so that was some breaking news Hope I'm I'm going to be listening to that He's he is very good you guys if you ever listen to him you got to go listen to him because he is a very very talented artist we're going to be seeing big things from him in the future. Uh, let's move on to our next segment on this day in history. Uh, 1947, Jackie Robinson becomes the first African-American to play uh, in the U.S. in the major leagues. Uh, 1955, the first McDonald's opens in Day Plains, uh, Illinois. So McDonald's, two McChickens, fry, and a large coat. That's all you need from McDonald's. Thank you for that. And um, then 1912, the RMS Titanic sinks at 227 a.m. Around 1,500 people died. Uh, happy birthday, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, and Charlie Chaplin. So those are some birthdays. Uh, make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere else you get to podcast at Burgers Bros. Stay up to date with latest news on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Bros. And hopefully you're watching on YouTube. Uh, just watch our last segment with artist Drew Pearson. Uh, Make sure you check that out. Um, Some sports headlines to get into. Um, Jamal Murray towards ACL. He is out the rest of the season. He was averaging 22 points per game, just got back from injury. Uh, For the Nuggets, Nuggets are my team, so this does hurt a lot. Um, This team was going to make to the Western Conference Finals, no doubt. I think we could all say that. This team had a chance of making the finals, especially with LeBron and AD being injured. Um, but now maybe they make it out of the first round, maybe, probably not. They make it out of the second round. The West is just way too tough this year. Uh, good thing they got Aaron Gordon. I love to- they're in talks with Austin Rivers. Uh, we will see, um, what happens there. But tough, tough loss for uh, my Nuggets and Jamal Murray. Uh, Jadavion Clowney signs a one year ten-, one-year 10 million dollar deal with the Cleveland Browns. So you got Miles Garrett on one end, Jadavion Clowney on the other. It's that's going to be a good team. Uh, Cleveland needs to build their defense. And I expect them to do that in the draft as well. Uh, Cleveland, a very good pickup with Clowney. Um, the NCAA to, is going to allow transfers uh, to play college football and college basketball uh, without sitting out in a year and not being grad transfers. So big win for college athletes around the world or around the United States. Uh, you don't have to sit out, You can go transfer anywhere you want without sitting out in a year. I know we saw last year with one of the players wanting to transfer close to home and play because his mother was sick and the NCAA would not allow him uh, to do that. But now uh, we, he can gladly do that. Or he already did. But uh, more people can uh, use the opportunity to move closer to home, uh, be with family uh, without sitting out. Uh, and then LaMarcus Aldridge uh, just recently, um, just today, announced his uh, retirement retirement. From the NBA, so uh, that's going to hurt the Nets. He was playing very, very well with the Nets this year, this season. Uh, He's only been there a few games, but he's been playing well. That is going to hurt their chances a lot uh, for the Eastern Conference. Um, A-Rod buys half of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and rookie Anthony Edwards does not know who he is. Anthony Edwards. This is A-Rod. This is A-Royd. This man is a monster, Bronx bomber. Uh, you you need to know who Alex Rodriguez is. That dude is one of the best. Um, of all, he is one of the best hitters. Uh, you you definitely know who A Rod is. And then continue to speak about A Rod, A Rod and J Lo announced they are officially uh, splitting. The engagement is called off. So we're sad to see uh, A Lo J Rod. I don't I don't know how they're called, but uh, sad to see that. Um, Broncos and Seattle. And the Bucks are skipping uh, voluntary workouts due to COVID concerns. Um, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm Broncos fan, but this team doesn't even spend some time together because they did not look good last year, especially with Drew Lott playing at quarterback. Um, but I'm all for this. Uh, cases are more than they were this time last year. Uh, look out for your sa- uh, safety, your uh, family's safety. Uh, take some time off. Um, you guys need it. You guys work a lot. Uh, your bodies go through a lot. And uh then speaking on the NFL, the Mel Kuiper's draft 4.0 was just released. Uh number one T Law to the Jags. No doubt about that. I like that. Uh, this is where it gets a little weird. Uh number two quarterback, Zach Wilson to the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson, uh, he's a good quarterback, but um don't know they didn't play much competition. Um he, he's not. he had great games, but um those those quarterbacks who go to these smaller schools um, don't know how to turn out. Uh, Mac Jones at number three to the 49ers. Yes, Mac Jones ahead of Justin Fields. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, Alabama quarterback, is projected to the San Francisco Niners. And then number four, Miami, trading up to get another weapon for Tua Tagovailoa. Kyle Pitts, the uh, tight end from Florida. Uh, it's gonna be a good pickup. Kyle Pitts is gonna be a monster in the NFL. Uh number five, uh fifth pick, Pinay Sewell Sowell. I sorry for messing that up. Offensive lineman for the uh uh Nanny Lions uh projected to go to the Bengals. Bengals get that offensive line help protect Joe Burrow, who is your franchise. Uh sixth uh quarterback. By the name of Trey Lance, uh, not Justin Fields. Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, uh, going to Atlanta via the uh, other Miami trade. I don't know if I feel about Atlanta getting another quarterback. Uh, they still got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Uh, don't know how Trey Lance would go, especially being at North Dakota State. Uh, didn't get to play the guys like SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC, Big 10 play. Uh I, it's not Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a better quarterback. Uh, number seven, Jamari Chase, who set out this last year, wide receiver for LSU, going to the Lions. Get Jared Goff some weapons um, out there. Kid, not, he's going to be a great pick, but I uh, don't know how he'll do in Detroit. Uh, number eight, Devontae Smith heading to the Carolina Panthers. Give Sam Donald some weapons out in Carolina. Matt Rule is building an offensive juggernaut, it looks like, if they get him um, who knows? He might not last that long. And then number nine, Michael Parsons, inside linebacker for um, the Penn State, uh, going to the Broncos. Uh, not 191 total tackles, uh, 18 tackles for loss. Uh, set off this last year. I, we don't need an inside linebacker. We don't need. We need offense. We need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Okay, Denver. Uh go get Justin Fields. Uh number 10, Justin Fields to the Patriots. Let's hope this is not happening because we do not want Bill Belichick having another superstar quarterback and winning Super Bowls with him. Let's let's try not to let that happen. Um then the criticisms for Justin Fields on being a um um having a bad character is just idiotic. That dude is great character, great quarterback, great man. You see that um, everywhere people tell that about uh tell that about him no matter what. Uh so I really like Justin Field. So that's the top 10 of Mel Kuyper's 4.0 draft. Um, next one will be on draft day. Uh, so April 29th, I believe. So just few two weeks away uh, from that. Uh, some NBA news. Standing 76ers won. followed by the Nets. Bucks at three. Hawks at four. Celtics at five. Knicks at six. Heat at seven. And the Hornets at eight. Hornets still holding on without Lamelo. Hawks are in the four seed. Trey Young is balling. In the West, you got the Jazz at one. Suns still at number two. Clippers at three. Nuggets are at four. Lakers at five. They're holding their own without their superstars. Uh, Blazers at six. Mavs, and then followed by the Grizzlies at eight. Uh, So, West is going to be very good. A a lot of surprise in the East. I know the Sixers and Nets continue to uh, trade places back and forth. Uh, Some some games I'm going to pick coming up this weekend. Uh, we got LA, the or the Clippers at the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the Clippers are 8 and 2 in their last 10. They've won six in a row. Uh, Philadelphia, 21 and 5 at home. Yeah, that's a pretty good record. Um, both pretty even defensively. Um, but can Philadelphia capitalize on uh, their turnovers? Uh, They're second best to of getting offense or getting defensive turnovers. So can they capitalize getting points off that against the Clippers? I'll go Philadelphia at home to win this one. Uh, Clippers are, are one six straight. Uh, it's hard to win seven straight, um, so I'll go. I'll go Philly on this. And then Portland at San Antonio. Enes uh, Kanter is stepping up. He had thirty rebounds the other night. Twenty. A lot. Of, he had a high number of rebounds uh, the other night. Uh, Dame's still a walking bucket, but they are struggling on offense. Besides him, uh, offensive is just in the bottom three fourths of the league. And uh Spurs need to win to stay in contention. I'll I'll go Spurs on this. They're three and seven in their last 10, though. Portland only five and five. But I'll I'll go with the San Antonio Spurs to get the win. Uh Golden State at Boston. Chef Curry is still carrying with 30 points per game. He had 53 this week. Uh Boston is four and one in uh, in their last five, and they're only lost to Philadelphia. Uh Golden State is averaging over 120 points per game uh, the last five, and they had 150. Uh, last night against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Gold State, though, is only 10-18 and 18 on the road. Uh, I'll go Boston at home. Boston on this one. And then finally, Utah at LAL, Lakers. Uh, Lakers are holding it tough without their two superstars. Uh, no AD, no LeBron, no problem. I mean, a little bit of problem, but not much. Uh, still a five-seed in the West. But the Jazz, it's still surprising me as the one-seed. Uh, they're just the better team overall right now, offense, defense, scoring. Going, going, jazz on this. So that's some sports headlines from around the world. Let's move into the final segment. Who you share a program brought with Jersey Mike's? Uh, they've donated 100% of its sales from 1,900 stores and the biggest day of the biggest day of giving in 11 years. Uh, they set a company goal for raising eight million for 200 charities worldwide. They raised $15 million. I know, I know a lot of you guys saw these commercials uh, about Jersey Mike's uh, donating, giving away all their money. Uh, they donated 100% of sales, not just the profits. So not just what they make a profit. They donated all sales, 100% uh, to hospitals, youth groups, uh, youth organizations, and food banks. Uh, the practice began in 2011, and they've raised over $47 million since then. So sharing my burger and brought or my sub with Jersey Mike. So I might get that for dinner tonight. Uh, thank you all uh, for listening. Uh, make sure to check out Drew Pearson's album, Hope, um, out anywhere you find music, anywhere. Um, D-R-U-P, Drew, I don't know that, but uh, check that out on uh, anywhere you can find music. Uh, for me, uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, anywhere else you get to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stay up to date. us on Twitter, Instagram at BurgersBrought, and hopefully you just watched on YouTube at Burgers and Broths. Have a good weekend.